Welcome back to the Her Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Mel, and this is episode number 38. We are taking a sneak peek behind the closed doors of the Her Advantage coaching program, the coaching program I run for women who want to feel fucking good in their body. To have a look at the theme or the topic that we are exploring this month, each month inside Her Advantage, as well as individual projects and tasks that each of the women are working on. We have a theme to allow the women to explore themselves a little deeper, explore the world a little deeper, and just get a broader understanding of what is happening around them. This month in Her Advantage, we are looking at journey versus destination mindset. Now, I'm pretty sure that when I say these words, you can instantly picture a road trip that you took when you were a child or, you know, I'm recording this in school holidays, so maybe it wasn't even as a child, it was as um, a parent now. But I think it's a really potent message and understanding that women can adopt to really understand the way in which our body works and the way in which we can really get the most enjoyment out of life. So I started the webinar or the workshop with one really fucking powerful question. The question I asked was, are we there yet? It's a question that, again, I'm sure all of you have asked multiple times in your life in both a journey situation or travel situation, but also in regards to your health. Women's bodies change at really rapid paces. The environment in which we live in is really busy. It requires a lot from us. And let's be honest, most of the women listening to this podcast and most of the women that I work with are really busy, passionate women who love the process, but also want things now. So when we look at a journey versus a destination mindset, the difference is the journey refers to enjoying the journey and celebrating your progress along the way, whereas the destination mindset refers to the notion that you'll be happy once you reach a certain destination, which isn't always wrong. Like I know that sometimes travel can be an absolute bitch and when you get there, you're like, ah, finally. But how often when you go on holidays or you travel or you do things, do you also love coming home? You love that feeling of getting back into routine. You love that feeling of being in your own bed, just the real familiar surroundings of what is truly yours. Now, maybe travel isn't something that you're overly into or exploring isn't something you're overly into. So when we talk about the journey, it doesn't have to be from a transportation aspect. We can talk about the journey in terms of art. We can talk about the journey in terms of music uh, and just the creative process in general. If you, I know that I love music. I love dancing. I love getting a little bit silly sometimes. And can you imagine a world in which you put a song on and only the last 10 second plays played, just the ending of it? The process of loving music and singing music and remembering lyrics that transport you to another place is the whole experience in which it's involved. It is not just the finale. 
The same with art. I work with some really beautiful creative women and watching them unravel their process in which pieces are created has been one of the most, I can't think of the word, honourable things that I've done in the last 12 months. Really watching a blank canvas and all of the thought processes, the creative processes, the emotional processes that are brought together to allow a piece to come to life is I think it's one of the reasons why we really get so involved in art. And when I say involved in art, you know, when you look at a piece and you just get mesmerized by everything and everything that's going on on the canvas This is what I mean by the journey process. It's not just the destination that we're looking for. The reason that I chose this particular topic to work on inside Her Advantage this month is because I've been working with most of these women for anywhere between three to 12 months at this point. And they, I have witnessed some of the most incredible transformations. These women are stepping out of their comfort zone and really learning what it means to feel safe in their body, understand how to nurture their body in a way that they were never really familiar with before, but really understand to vocalize what it is they want and bring it into a reality. But like I sort of brought in in the beginning of the podcast, there's still these frustrations that come in. Like, why aren't we there yet? Why haven't I lost 10 kilos? Why haven't I gotten my 100 kilo deadlift? Why aren't I sleeping through the night? Like there are these really big question mark factors when really we have overcome so many other things along the way. It's not an uncommon theme to talk about, like, you know, It's a really popular thing at the moment to talk about women needing to celebrate themselves, really acknowledging what they've done. But I think this becomes so much more viable when you understand the process in which this happens. If you're listening to this and you are someone who goes to the gym, do you remember the first time you set foot in the gym? Do you remember the first time you, even before that, the the thought processes behind whether or not you should join the gym or which gym you should join? And really going, okay, I'm I'm just going to rock up to the class and see what happens. And now you're six months, 12 months, three years into being a member of a gym and looking at what your body can do compared to where you first started. It's a pretty freaking amazing process. And especially when you're not used to acknowledging or remembering all of those small milestones along the way. Um, to really understand that it's not just the journey that we're looking for. Uh, sorry, not just the destination that we're looking for. Part of the other reason that I found this topic a really vital idea to bring into reality was because as women, you know, you're probably in your 30s, 40s, 50s at this point, you have done a lot for your health. You have seen practitioners, you have done programs, you have tried lots of different diets with the goal to feel fucking good in your body, not just lose weight or not just fit into a pair of pants. You ultimately wanted to put those pants on or cop on the scales and know how to fucking feel good in your body forever to come. So you've tried all these lots of different things and 
more often than not, you have been successful in whatever it is that you've tried. You've been successful in your diet. You've been successful in going to the gym for a certain period of time. But there then comes a point in which it stops and life happens, something happens and you sort of rebound a little bit and you just think to yourself, oh, fuck, I've got to start again. When really what you've done, in, and so that was, if that was destination mindset, once I finish this insert program here, once I finish working here, that I'm going to know X, Y, Z. And that's when we get hooked on the destination. And that's when we get hooked on that feeling that there is a completion involved. If we were to look at it from a journey, I can't remember. I think I just mixed those up again. That's destination. If we were looking at it from a journey mindset, what we would adapt to is knowing, hey, I can get up every morning and go for a walk or I can go to the gym three times a week or I do know what it means to meal prep my food for a consistent amount of time. I do know what it means to give up alcohol for for a certain amount of time. I do know what it means to prioritize my sleep. All of these little things that you think aren't important have been really important in getting you to that journey, but yet we forget to celebrate and really honor what role they played in getting you to your destination. One of the quotes that came up during the workshop was, it's actually a Drake quote, not someone that I particularly listen to a lot, is that sometimes the journey teaches you a lot about your destination. How often have you been somewhere or done something and been really excited about it and then the moment you get there, your expectations are a little bit squished? Or maybe the opposite. Maybe you get to the destination and you're really excited and it's way better than you'd thought. How often do you think about that in terms of of the things that you've really learned and adapted along the way to getting where you want to go? So the next thing we spoke about was expectations. How often have you gotten to a place and it's not been what you expected. And I mean this in terms of either end of the spectrum. It could have been really good. It could have been really bad. But either way, it wasn't what you expected. It absolutely was not what you expected. And you sort of think to yourself, oh, I'm going to do that differently next time. Oh, I'm going to, um, oh, I need to remember this for next time. Or like maybe there's a gut feeling there. You shouldn't have gone to a certain event or that, you know, you should have gone to an event. I'm not going to go into talking about gut feelings because I think that's another topic for another day. What we're trying to explain here is really understanding, again, that there is so much weight in the journey as opposed to the destination. When it comes to your body and when it comes to how you feel in your body, what is something that you wish you could have right now? What is something that you wish you could have without working for it that just came naturally, that you didn't have to look into doing it, that you could just fucking have? The general women's health culture is a bit of a wild west. There's a lot of people talking about what's good and what's bad and do this and do do that, but there's not a lot of teaching happening. There's not a lot of people talking about women being allowed to feel a certain way in their body rather than just applying the thing and expecting the outcome to follow. Women's bodies change at a rapid rate. I know I've already said this, but it's so important for women to be able to adjust what's happening to them 
at their own pace and not at their own pace, but to be able to recognize what's happening and then be able to recognize what needs change rather than going, oh, fuck, this thing is happening. I now need to go and see someone about that. Oh, fuck, this thing is happening. Now I need to go and do more research into that. Women need to be taught the tools to be able to understand their own body so that when change starts to happen, they are prepared for it and they're able to adapt their surroundings accordingly. When we talk about this in a financial sense, if you are saving for something or you are maybe you're paying off a debt or maybe you're teaching your kids about savings, things come up all the time. But ultimately, you know how to switch your money from bank account to bank account to make it work for you in the long run. And this is a little bit about the human body and about our body and the body, the changing and evolving body that we live in, is that when things need to change, we should be able to pull on different resources to go, oh, I need a little bit more of this, I need a little bit less of this, to be able to create some fluid uh, movement in what's happening rather than just stay rigid. And I know that women have come from a long line of um, being kept silent and not being told that what they want matters. And so it's really hard when we finally have control over something to be able to go, oh, it actually needs to be more fluid. But that is the secret in women really getting and understanding what they want is to be able to adapt it to themselves. So we need to be able to learn to manage our expectations around that. It's not always going to be the same, but we can have the power and we do have the power to be able to change and adapt when those things change. Can you imagine rocking up to the airport and you have packed for the Great Barrier Reef, you're finally going on your tropical holiday, you get on the plane, you buckled in and the pilot says to you, you're going to be landing in Japan in the next eight hours. It's snow season. Hope you've packed. And you arrive at the airport and it's snow season. Now, I can imagine some of you are like, fuck yeah, we don't even care. We just want adventure. But there are some of you that if you had have packed for a completely wrong holiday and you get to the other end and you're like, oh shit, now what do I do? Like the thought, the anxiety and the overwhelm would just, you wouldn't leave your hotel room. It's again, if we bring this back into health and relate it back to health, most women want to lose weight. Most women want to see the number on the scale go down. Most women want to step into their wardrobe and pull out something that used to fit them and made them feel really fucking good. And so they have this goal of weight loss. I want to lose weight. And quite often we do whatever we need to do to be able to fulfill that weight loss goal. And this is what I mean by being, you know, you've done programs, you've done diets in the past and you felt successful in them. And so when you've gotten to that goal weight or goal size, you've been able to stop what you were doing and celebrate and enjoy that until all of a sudden you find yourself like, fuck, I've got to start again. Imagine if the destination instead was you were able to wake up, feel and look good in your body with the confidence on how to fuel, move and live in your evolving body so that when you knew things were about to change or when things did start to change, you knew how to, you confidently knew how to show up on the day, how to still fuel your body, how to still move in your body, how to just be. Now, I know this in theory sounds really good. It sounds really good to be like, yeah, cool. I don't give a fuck about anything. I just know how to look after myself. When in reality, there are definitely steps involved. 
The women inside Her Advantage run off a few principles. They know what their values are. They know and um, they have a knowledge and understanding of what their body what their body does and how it wants to act. They then have the tools to nourish and move their body in a way that allows their body to respond in a way that they can understand. They have tools to measure this so that they know how to be honest with themselves instead of just guessing every step of the way. They are have an awareness about stress management and knowing what it really means to them. And we're not talking about, you know, the stress of work or the stress of family. We're literally talking about how their individual bodies display stress, whether they like it or not. I actually had a um, client message me yesterday telling me that, you know, she's in the middle of a really busy work period and she wasn't feeling very well, but she, you know, I'm just going to soldier through. And she thought to herself, I'm just going to take my temperature. And she had a fever. She's like, you know what? The reality of this is my body is not where I want it to be. And as much as I want to work through this, my body is telling me I am not well. And it was that act of being able to bring on a tool and measure it and actually have some hard evidence rather than just feeling not well, but thinking they could soldier through. There was some hard evidence in front of them to go, "Ah, actually, no, I'm not feeling very well. I should look after myself right now to be able to do what she, to be able to give herself what she needed to look after herself. The final piece of the thing that the women have is community. They have a community of women that understand these steps and understand what it feels to sacrifice how they think they should be living for how they want to be living and how their body needs them to show up. This is how they move from going from the, I just want to lose 10 kilos So I want to feel and look good in my body and have confidence with how to treat it. There are these valuable steps along the way that they learn and they adapt. And this isn't something that I can just go, hey, here's this ebook, read it and you'll understand. These are steps and processes. They're trial and error that when they go along their journey, they pick up souvenirs and postcards along the way that are reminding them of where they're going as opposed to just reaching a destination. And on that note, ladies, we are wrapping up. We are wrapping up the Journey vs. Destination podcast. If you found this podcast useful, I would be so grateful if you decided to share this with someone or slide into my DMs and tell me what you tell me what you took away from this. So until next time, have a wonderful day.